I think I had been teaching at Sousa for five years before I knew anything about its history. And I think the Post one day uh, reported that the, that Sousa um, had been designated as a, as a National Historic Landmark, and, uh, and, and it indicated that it was one of the subjects of Brown versus Board of Education. And then I shared it with my students. <laughs> you know, they thought, so what? We don't care, Mr. Davis, about that. But at the same time, they were working on uh, designing a, school, a model of uh, a school. Um, it was for a School of the Future design competition. And they were to basically design and build a scale model of a school that they wanted to attend, a mm. new Sousa. And I thought this was an opportunity for them to teach about the historic landmark designation and maybe you know, it'll help them understand why you may not want to change the features of the school or change the design of the uh, structure. Mm-hmm. So, but they, they simply were not interested in the, in the history of the school. Um, I had a copy of the uh, case, the Bowling versus Sharp case, uh, which I read and decided to write a short story, you know, sort of in detailing some of the facts in the case and uh, sensationalized the beginning of the story with... Uh, 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 about a young black boy that sued the principal. And of course, at the time, the students were not in love with the principal we had, and quite frankly, nor was I. But they, when I shared the story, before I gave them the copy that I'd written, it was about three pages, I said, did you all hear about the student that sued the principal? And they said, Mr. Lipscomb? I said, I'm not going to tell you his name. But he sued the principal because the principal told him that he was too black to come to the school. And they said, what? That must have been Antonio. And they went on with trying to guess. And I said, and he lived right up the street on Eli. They said, Miss Davis, who is it? I said, here, read the story. And I didn't put the date in there, the year, until the third page of us, but they were reading feverishly the story. <laughs> Finally, one little girl said, this happened in 1951. And I said, yes, it did. But they asked questions. They wanted to know more. And I think that that was, began their investigation into the bowling case, which led to, in their research, led them to the Plessy case. I mean, how did separate but equal, how was it installed by the Supreme Court? And that went on to um, um, Brown v. Board. But when they built their model, they decided that they wanted to maintain the structure because it was it was a desert, was it was a historic landmark and of course some people from the neighborhood came, were I invited them into the classroom from the historic society to tell talk to the students about what it means to be a historic landmark and how to how would a community save a, a, a landmark or a building that had been designated because the school system was going to tear they were going to let, raise the school and build a new model and of course, the students wanted to know. Well, if we thought that we didn't think that that could happen because it's a historic landmark, I said, "Well, it can happen if the community doesn't stop it." And they said, "But why won't the community stop it?" I said, "You're the community. So what are you going to do about it?" And of course, they wanted to rest on it. We're children; we can't do anything. I said, "But your parents can." And even though I was saying this in my heart of hearts, I didn't believe that the parents had the power to do it. But when the students said, but the parents don't even know, I said, then why don't you tell them? Why don't you tell them? Write a letter to them explaining why this school cannot be. And so they did. They wrote letters to their parents. 
took them home, and in, in order for them to get credit, they had to have it signed. And they actually began a campaign in the school to get signatures from students, and they wanted those students to take a letter home and get their parents' signature. Well, the students were not interested. When they went around to the classrooms to talk to the students, the students said, we don't care about that. And I said, it's because you haven't really, why are you passionate about it? Because you know the story. You know how important it is. And you know how important it is for us to keep the school as it, in this community. So they actually did a campaign a day, a, a full day of spotlight on Spotswood bowling, where they went in, in teams of three because they were afraid to go alone, and they shared the story in each class. Finally, they were able to get signatures from their classmates and talk to parents. But the real exciting part, the really exciting part was when the architects who had charge of the project came to present their plans to the community. I asked the students to attend the meeting. And when they did, of course, the architects came with these elaborate, beautiful pictures of the new structure. And it, it, it was exciting to see them. But the students kept asking the question, but will we remain a historic landmark if we did that? And finally... The gentleman from the Historic Society, Mr. Wilson, who attended the meeting, stood up and said, you know, students, you all remember the conversation we had that if you compromise the integrity of the structure in any way, that you will lose the historic landmark designation. So the student said, well, this is going to compromise the integrity of the structure. And do you know, those, they had to change the plans. The, the parents voted to keep the school as is, and to simply gut it and renovate. But when my students presented their model, they presented it at the American Federation of Teachers where the jurors for this competition were sat, 24 of them in a room. For two hours, they asked the students questions about their project. And of course, I'm sitting here, I did not think that they were ready because the three schools they were competing against had structures that looked like architects themselves had done them. And I sat there and thought, oh, we don't stand a chance. But my, and of course, we had a team of four. Only four students could sit on a panel um, representing the, other, the entire group. And that morning, two of them dropped off, and the other two wanted to also. But I had to actually promise the parents. One parent said he, needs, he has a doctor's appointment after school. I said, I'll bring him. I'll bring him to that appointment. But we really need him to come. We, we're only two of them left. And so here we are with two members, and they were the youngest, but they knew a lot about the bowling case. So when they, when the judges asked, why did you maintain your building? I mean, it looks like the old school. You know, what did you do? And the young mortis said, he said, I will not forget his name. He stood up and said, our school was the subject of Bowling versus Sharp. It's a landmark school. I mean, it's a historic landmark. We can't change any part of the outside of this building because if we compromise the integrity of the structure, we will no longer be. And the judges said, all right. And of course, they began asking questions about the case because they honestly did, none of them knew about the school's history. And they were able to, now they were short on talking about potable water, and, but they were able to talk about this case and how it related to Plessy and how it, they won first place. And of course, they, it was a $2,500 check. And I, and I just remember driving them back to school. I was just completely stressed out, exhausted. But they had the, the, the compl you know, the, the, the check, the large one, pasted to the back window of my car. <laughs> so while I was driving, 
the adage is held up. You couldn't see out the back. I couldn't see out the back. (laughs) But those, you know, that was one of the most, I think, most fulfilling projects that I'd done with students, not because they won the competition, but because it spilled over into other things after that. 